Teaching Ministry of Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. Father, take all the glory. In the name of Jesus, give utterance. Bless your people. In Jesus' name we pray. My opening scripture is our theme scripture for the month. Daniel 11, 32. Daniel 11, 32. It says, those who do wickedly against the covenant, he shall corrupt. How? With flattery. But the people who know their God shall be strong and carry great exploits. God speaking through the leaves of Daniel. The young teenager that was captured and taken to Babylon. Whose life seemed to be lost forever. But no, he wasn't lost. It was just recovered to restart. As a matter of fact, he was only repositioned for destiny. I don't care what you are going through. I don't care who thinks he's an agent of the devil and he's working, he thinks he's winning, he's a loser. I don't care what the devil pressure the devil has put on you that is making you look like you've lost it. No, you've just started. After all, the Bible says all things work together for good to them that love God and who are they called according to his purpose. Can't you see? He said the whole issue is about the covenant. Remove the covenant. We have no reason to gather. God has no reason to be talking and be showing. No. He's the vehicle through which God, God communicates with his own. He's the vehicle through which he shows his love, his compassion that never fails. That's unconditional. He's the only means of relating with us. So those who do wickedly, those who abuse the covenant, see, they open themselves up to be corrupted. The covenant. They open themselves up to be spoiled. The devil doesn't have absolute power. It is when the head is lowered that he's able to attack and break through. Covenant children, it is those who do wickedly against the covenant. I give you a good example. I have a covenant with my wife. If I would deliberately and intentionally go against the covenant, the terms of the covenant I have with my wife that's doing wickedly, 
So when you do that, you open, you give the devil the opportunity, you give him the, 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 the right of way that he knows that he doesn't have. Ordinarily with you. And that's why sometimes I wonder why people who, who are born again, people that you are like, these are examples. Just talking of your struggle in life as far as your weaknesses. But when it comes to putting your trust in someone, you show so much fraud that you're a Christian, that your dependence is on some fake powers that does not exist. What a disaster. I say such persons are not here. Can I say it again? You know, that, that kind of person is not here. Our confidence is in the name of the Lord. He's alive and well. Going by what we just read, how will the devil get such a person? Oh, flatter them. If you must wait to be told who you are, you don't know who you are in Christ. You don't know what you have in Christ until somebody comes to and then you have a problem. That's why it's easy for the devil to use flattery. I know what I've come to realize. Instead of people occupying the position of grace and blessing that God has given them, enjoy the blessing and so become a blessing to others. I'm bringing glory to God. That's what he does. Every blessing of God, that's what he does. Every blessing of God will bless you and will position you to be a blessing to many and altogether glorify him. Instead of seeking to do that, do you know what the natural man do? And which I now find, unfortunately, so much even among covenant children of God, they like to pride themselves in the office. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the meat of the office you are yet to see on them. And the moral and the character of the office they don't exhibit. Let me bring it back to the body of Christ which is where I belong. If you must always prove, I am the husband, I am the husband, it probably means that you are really not a husband. And that you are not doing things that's expected of husbands. Why must you always be shouting to them, you are your husband? I'm the father, I'm your father, I am your father. If you don't know I'm your father, ah, then please, will you please be quiet and go and do what really will make them know that you are the father. Not by your shouting and imposing it on them. I'm the pastor, Malapa Shata. I'm the bishop, Galabosida. Yes, Lord, Makataba. Look, look, look. I would rather your ministry, your ministry, your ministry affect my life in such a way that, hey, you don't need to ask me. I will thank God for you. I see so many people just celebrating office, waiting for people to say, ah, if you are like that, you allow the devil to flatter. So he uses flattery to corrupt. 
in this church, we don't accept I'm a pastor. No. They will know you by your character. They will know you by your readiness to serve, the compassion that you give. That's who we are. That's what Jesus is. But so much for that. Let's face why we're here. Why we're here is this. I'm here to tell you that you are created for exploits. In the name of Jesus. Don't let anything distract you. Where you are today, can't you cease by the grace of God? Don't you know that what brought you there, the same God and the same attributes of God, and it was you that brought you there. He's not exhausted yet. He's taking you higher. Can't you see? Why must I mess it up? I must prove to somebody. Don't prove anything to anybody. You are created for exploits. You are already positioned for exploits. Scriptures. So many. But I just remember, as I said that, I just remember in my scripture. He said, No, you not, no, you not, you are the temple. No, you not, no, you not, you are the temple. No, you not, no, you not, you are the temple. Yes, you are the temple. Holy Ghost. You are filled with grace, filled with power, and you are filled with glory. Don't you know that? You are filled with grace. You are filled with power. Come on. Must you wait for anybody to tell you that? You are filled with grace and filled with power and filled with glory. You are the No wonder Daniel says it's they that know their God. I've come to tell someone you may not smell like it. You may not be looking like it. Your followership on Instagram may not be showing it yet. You are created for exploits in the name of Jesus. John 15, 16. It says, you did not choose me. So what are you bragging for? Tyro, did you choose yourself? What have you done to keep yourself alive today? Uh, it's by his grace. You did not choose me. You did not choose me. But I chose you. And I appointed you to bear fruit. So how else do you want me to talk? Is there any more thing to say? You did not choose me. I chose you. And I didn't just choose you. I appointed you. Why? To bear fruit. Exploits. And that your fruits may what? Remain. Not the kind of fruit you see today, tomorrow they forget you forever. Even the world you used to be, they won't know you. Said so this one, eternity will never forget you. See what? See, can you see it? Jesus said it. I don't need to waste my time on that. So when we say they that know their God, you will know that no, he chose me. Glory be to God in the highest. I say glory be to God in the highest. But you say, look at it. It's all about the covenant. 
that defines our relationship. Now look at it. That was old covenant. And yet look at the enormity of the exploits through the hands of the saints of the Old Testament. Like Daniel. No, Pastor, that was that is the same God. It's the same word. And then the Holy Ghost will come upon them. But now he comes into us. Come on. It's not just on us, with us. It's in us. And Romans chapter 8, verse 6. Now we have come to know that we have a better covenant based on better promises. What does that tell you? If you could achieve that much, the much more me, Holy Ghost, help me. <laughs> better covenant based on better promises. So the question is this. How do we get to know him like this? After I come to church, after all I... How come I... Because a lot of people know about him, they don't know him. In fact, when you see pride on a man about his faith, he doesn't know God. He knows about God of his faith. You say, is that possible? Come on, check the book of Psalms. Why Moses knew the ways of God. He so much knew God that he knew the ways of God. The children of Israel, covenant children, they only knew his acts. Doesn't that sound like today? All we want to know about God is how to give me a good husband, a good wife, a good marriage, a good health, and give me money, and make me fly, and make me have cestis and everything. That's all. You're not interested in relationship. Like children, that when you come home, you hold two bars of candies. He say, "Hey, when you, you give him the candy, they say, "Oh, sorry, can I take one out of the hundred pack in the park?" He says, "No, because he only recognize you by what he's looking for." Not many people know God, but they look like the most pious. It's all because of what they can get. They have no regards for the morals of God. Acts chapter 19. A good example of the New Testament experts. But I know that I'm talking to someone today. <laughs> you say, what about that person? Because heaven has started celebrating you. Earth has no choice. Energy looking for ethnic recognition. Occupy the position God has put you. The same people who today are looking and say, huh? they're the same ones. Oh my God. When they see you, they will immediately lift up their hands. Because God is never a liar. Help me somebody say, Did you hear that? You are created for exploits. In the name of Jesus. Let me tell them again. Look at Acts chapter 19. I'll read quickly from verse 1. Praise the Lord. 
Yes, he said, now, Acts chapter 19. He says, and it happened while Apollos was at Corinth and Paul, having passed through the upper regions, came to Ephesus and finding some disciples, he said to them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? So they said to him, we have not so much as heard whether there is a Holy Spirit. And he said to them, into what then were you baptized? So they said, into John's baptism. Again, you can go to Matthew chapter 3, verse 11. You'll see what John himself said. He said, do I baptize you with water? But there is he who is coming, mightier than I. He will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. So you can see. Okay. Verse 4. Then Paul said to them, John indeed baptized with a baptism of repentance, saying to the people that they should believe on him who will come after him. So if indeed you are believed to the extent that you are baptized, with just baptism, you should believe in the one that he said we are coming after him. And he has come. They didn't even know that. You talk of knowing him. When they heard this, verse 5, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And when Paul laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit, I said the Holy Spirit. I can hear you. The Holy Spirit came upon them and they spoke with tongues and prophesied. Now, the men were about 12 in all and he went into the synagogue and spoke boldly for three months, reasoning and persuading concerning things of the kingdom of God. But when some were hardened and did not believe but spoke evil of the way before the multitude, he departed from them and withdrew the disciples reasoning daily in the school of Tyrannus. Glory be to God in highest. And this continued for two years so that all who dwelt in Asia had the word of the Lord Jesus, both Jews and Greek. Now, verse 11, God worked unusual miracles. Through the hands of Paul, you talk of exploits, you talk of exploits, meeting 12 people, and in a space of two years, the whole continent was saturated with the word of God. You talk of exploits. Unusual miracles. So that even handkerchiefs and aprons were brought from his body to the sick and diseases left them and the evil spirits went out of them. Then some of the eternal Jews exorcists took it upon themselves to call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ over those who had the evil spirit saying, we exorcise you by the Jesus whom Paul preaches. Can you imagine? You talk of knowing him. Also, there were seven sons of Sceva, a Jewish chief priest, who did so. Uh, and the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus, I know, and Paul, I know, but who, who are you? Even the devil knows when you don't know. That's why those who do evil open up a hedge. Then the man in whom the evil spirit, verse 16, was, lived on them, overpowered them, and prevailed against them so that they fled out of the house naked and wounded. This became known both to all the Jews and Greeks dwelling in Ephesus, and fear fell on them all, and the name of the Lord Jesus Christ was magnified. It's all about Jesus! <laughs> it's not about my estates. Thank God for supplies. Thank God for long life. Thank God for good health. Thank God for healing. It's about Jesus. Ah, this thing's bringing glory to his name. I'm talking of exploits. And many who had believed, confessed, and telling their deeds. Also, many of those who practiced magic brought their books together and burned them in the sight of all. And they counted up the value of them, and it totaled 50,000 pieces of silver. They were bringing them and they were burning them. Who forced them? Exploits. Now, quickly, listen to me. Here I see four categories. One, there were the 12 who began to multiply exploits. And then there was Paul. Who knew? 
And then there were those who became hardened. They were believers who became hardened because they refused to believe. Then there were the eternal Jews who were say, by Jesus whom Paul preaches and this was of Sceva. Of all these categories, only Paul knew. And God wrote unusual miracles through the hands of Paul. And I hope you understand that Paul was not, even, was not one of the twelve. He wasn't one of the seventy. He wasn't. Paul got to know just like you came to know Jesus. Can't you see the viability, the strength of the new covenant which you and I are creating? I feel the fire. You are created for exploits. And one thing that Daniel left to makes clear that look, look, look. Exploits is just dependent on two things. Strength and knowledge. And strength is wholly dependent on knowledge. So just go for knowledge. Automatically, you'll be strengthened. Hallelujah. <laughs> All through the New Testament, you find it the same thing. What was it that they knew, that Paul knew that they don't know? When he came, he saw 12 disciples and he was happy. He said, Have you received the Holy Spirit? Ladies and gentlemen, what about God? Didn't they know? They didn't know about the Holy Ghost. What if they had been priding themselves that we are the believers in Ephesus? They would have remained like that the rest of their lives and died that land. The Bible said that, that into what were you baptized? Say, John, uh-uh. he spoke with them, he laid hands on them, they got filled with God, they spoke in tongues, and they prophesied. Immediately, he began to reproduce himself. Exploits, sir. The Bible said for three months he was talking about things pertaining to the kingdom. Everywhere he's here talking about the kingdom, is he culminates in the Holy Spirit, the live wire of the kingdom. Jesus, 40 days and 40 nights after resurrection, was teaching them concerning things pertaining to the kingdom. And when they began to ask questions, he said, Look, why should that bother you? The most important thing here is this. I've been with you teaching for 40 days and 40 nights. You didn't get this? Uh-uh. You will receive what? What about? was that for? Exploit! If you're a Christian, you are, you are positioned for exploit. Glory be to God in the highest. Stop pitying yourself and stop going around as though the whole world has departed you. And nobody, 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 nobody. Even when Jesus is not standing up, towering over you, you say, Come on. Yes, he say nobody. Because your focus has never been on Jesus' staff. And in this church, they don't even like me. Nobody would know. So I'm, I'm just, I'm just, you are forgotten that this church is a blessing to you. Come on! Why will you, because of your small need, now begin to cast all kinds of aspersion on God and His Spirit? Are you anything better than the children of Israel by the, by, by the Red Sea? That's the natural man. But when our eyes are on Jesus, looking unto the author and the finisher, Malabo. He should I know. My family, they don't like me. My uncles and my aunties, all of them, they are against me. Uh, the problem is that you are only looking at yourself. You are not looking at Jesus. The problem is that you don't even know him. Hear this Holy Ghost. If you don't know him, how can you be taught? How can you know about Jesus? He will never speak of himself. He will speak of me. He will teach you all things, bring everything to your remembrance. He will stand by you the rest of your life. He will, stre- he will be the strength of your life. If Holy Ghost is the strength of my life, then that means that my life is a life of continuous exploits. 
Here, Paul, I can do all things through Christ's will. I close this verse. First Peter 2 9. We are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. We are not like anybody. I'll pick I'm talking about you who, who has now come to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior to show forth, to show forth, to show forth. Exploit! Who has come out of darkness? Yes. Out of darkness into Say with me, he chose me. I belong to a chosen generation. I belong to a royal priesthood. I belong to a holy nation. I can hear your voices. He's I'm a peculiar, I belong to a peculiar people. And the reason I will show forth. I can hear you. That I may what? Show forth. The praises of him who has called me that I may live a life of full exploits in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. We give you honor. We worship you. We adore you in the name of Jesus. COVID cannot stop me. No darkness can stop me because he's my shield, my glory, the lifter of my head. Says the Lord, my God, my strength, my song has now become my. Now, if you are seeking your body, listen to me. He's always doing that because somebody's always getting healed. I rebuke this place of infirmity now in the name of Jesus. I say, rise and be healed in the name of Jesus. Regardless of how terrible it may be in your body, I rebuke the spirit of death right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, because he paid the price for it. I believe in him. I say, be healed in Jesus' name. Glory be to God in the highest. Please write to us again. We want to share your joy. Glory be. I feel the fire. Whatever the devil is using to hold you down, I break that hold right now in the name of Jesus. I say the siege is broken. I say back to sender in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. I say on Mount Zion, there's deliverance this morning. In Jesus' name. Possess your possession. Now that you know God enough to know who you are and what you have, let no devil deceive you. Let no devil be clouded. you. Let no devil distract you. I say go in this your power in the name of Jesus. Peace in your homes. Joy in your lives. Great peace for your children. Life of exploits is yours. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, shout hallelujah. We give him praise. We give him praise. We give him praise. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. 
Thank you and God bless you.